Welcome to Talk Huntington with everybody's favorite gator around town, Alligator Jackson, joined in this episode by Jack Hoover from Huntington Quarterly. Oh yeah, episode four already. And I got AJ Dog, of course, by my side, and I'm very honored tonight to have one of Huntington's best with us tonight, Jack Hoover's. He is, of course, the publisher of Huntington Quarterly, one of my favorite magazines. And he, he made my dream come true by uh, uh, publishing a couple of my articles. But, uh, Jack, first off, uh, how did the magazine come to be? Well, I graduated from Marshall, went to law school, didn't like it at all, came back hoping to get into writing for a newspaper. Nobody was hiring. So I kind of thought I need to create my own job. So I was just brainstorming in my little apartment one night and started typing out a business plan on my computer. And then I started doing a little research and started going door to door to see if people would buy an advertisement in a magazine that was positive about Huntington. And nine out of 10 took an ad and I was off and going. Uh, what year did you get started with Huntington Quarterly? 1989. I, uh, one year after I graduated. Yeah, I've been reading that for a long time, man. It's really, really a great magazine. One of my favorites. Uh, you have a lot of great profiles. What are some of the most memorable people that you've uh, profiled over the years? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Mike Perry, Marshall Reynolds, uh, Paul Newman. Huh. Soupy, soupy sales. Uh, Chuck Yeager. Wow. Um, trying to think. Paul uh, Moon. <laughs> oh, and Brad Smith. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's some of Huntington's elite. I mean, that, that, that's some of America's elite there. I mean, you got some quality names right yeah, there. I got lucky. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what are the next, next 10 years of Huntington, you think, Colvin, look back? What, what, what does that kind of look to you? Well, I see a lot of growth in Marshall, obviously, and in healthcare. Beyond that, I, I'm not sure where we're going to see any growth. Um, maybe Brad Smith will help make a difference. And um, I, I know he's trying to recruit people to the uh, state of West Virginia. And I know he's encouraging more young people start their own businesses here in West Virginia. Uh, and I hope that works. What do you think has been the biggest changes in Huntington since you started doing this magazine? Well, I'm repeating myself, but Marshall has grown by leaps and bounds. Um, when I started the magazine, it wasn't a football stadium. Um, think about that. Yeah, and the super yeah. block was kind of an ongoing joke for the longest time. You know, I mean, they even talked about putting the football stadium on the super block, but finally it got developed. And then healthcare has really totally taken off. I mean, Cabell was just a really small community hospital. If you drive by there now, you know, it's a, it's a very impressive facility. And that whole Howard Boulevard is going to turn into a medical, uh, I think it's just going to be a great different look to Howgar Boulevard, and it's going to be full of businesses that support healthcare. 
Yeah, it was big growth in the last, uh, well, since you had the magazine in 89. It's just amazing to go. Do you ever, do you ever flip back through the old, uh, the old issues and just kind of take a look at everything, just kind of amazed at everything that's gone on? I do. And sometimes it's uh, a little sad because you see places that have gone that everybody loved, like, you know, Chili Willies or Bailey's Cafeteria or Rebels and Redcoats. I could go on and on. But then, you know, you got to be positive. There's a lot of new things that have come around that have replaced those. So that's just the nature of life. It's, you know, things change oh, yeah. and we miss those places. Uh, and that's why, you know, I'm doing that series of articles with you on our favorite bars of yesteryear. Oh, yeah, we're, we're on the uh, third third one which somebody else wrote the first one but i wrote the second one and got the third one coming out soon and it's just some great memories great memories i would have had to write all three but i didn't get a hold of you until the (laughs) deadline had passed for the first one so but i i jumped right over to you for for two and three oh yeah it is great fun writing them and i'm very excited about uh of course, the second issue is out on stands right now. Uh, it won't be on there too much longer. It's the summer edition, but you can go down. Uh, where can you find Huntington Quarterly at? Empire Books down there in Pullman Square. The uh, Marshall um, Bookstore. St. Mary's Gift Shop, Cabell Gift Shop. I think Red Caboose over in Heritage Station. And somewhere else but the Huntington Museum of Art and you offer a real good subscription price too I may have to just go to your website yeah it um, used to be $15 we, we raised it for the first time last year to $18 but uh, you know paper it's still hard yeah. man. it's great it's quality yeah. I mean that's the thing about the magazine from uh, first cover you know all the way to the back it's just pure quality and you have a lot of good articles and everything and you talk all about Huntington and uh, uh, dining out uh, was in the last one but uh, you can still get the summer one it's uh, on the newsstand now so the fall which has part three that's coming out uh, should be just a few weeks so Gator what are some of the uh, some of the bar stories you've covered there well the second one uh, I got into some of the college ones. Uh, tried to have a little variety, but we had uh, Double Dribble, uh, the great Vince Carter bar. Uh, we had uh, Varsity, that's of course Herb's bar. Uh, we had I had some of the big clubs like uh, DeSoto's. Uh, now, as we go into the third article, it's it's a little more obscure. We, we kind of uh, we have like uh, our places people have heard of, but we had a uh, after hours bar in there, uh, Harry's, and also had a carousel in there. And uh, uh, Jack helped me out a little bit with uh, with uh, a bit on uh, soul swingers. Yeah, I had like- to do some serious digging uh, around to somebody used to uh, work at, at Soul Swingers, and I found somebody and gave me some good gave us good information. So, uh, okay, you're going to have to tell me, where was Soul Swingers? That's not one that I'm familiar with. Oh, man. Honor <laughs> of uh, Howe Greer Boulevard and uh, 8th Avenue. Uh, it was it was joined to Unky's Shoeshine Parlor. Oh, okay. All right. I, I remember seeing, <laughs> seeing Unky's Shoeshine back in the day. So. 
Well, you can walk through the back of Soul Swingers, I was told, and, and walk right into Unky's Shoeshine Parlor and place a bet or play some dice or whatever you wanted. <laughs> and, of course, yeah. I wrote about Harry's, and Harry's was an after-hours bar. Uh, it was right down the street, uh, now from Huntington Bank there on my street. Uh, it was it, it had a, a trolley car built in there. It's still a nice building today. It's uh, been remodeled, but uh, it was a lot of fun. You'd go in there all night long. You could gamble, you play blackjack, uh, you could drink. Uh, there was it was always something going on. Yeah. Up to about seven in the morning. There's a lot of times whenever I came out right where the sun was coming up. I used to work nights. You know. those, those were the days. That was back. Uh, I remember. I remember they were saying I didn't know anything about politics, man. I was in like mid twenties, man. I was just out there, girls everywhere out there, and uh, somebody said, "There's a skirt coming in office." Meeting Jean Dean, as soon as the skirt gets in office, she's gonna clean us out, and that's what happened. Uh, that's, that's funny. Uh, you know, at least there's at least there's lots of character, you know. So. Oh, that's yeah. that's one thing they First, get, you you have to admit about about Huntington it it is full of character character and characters I guess is the the way that goes and yeah Jack certainly covered a, a whole a whole slew of those so yeah you're exactly right <laughs> uh, so so Jack um with your you know with your magazine um. If people haven't, you know, subscribed to that in the past, you know, or whatever, they they just pop onto your website and uh, and they can do that there. Yeah, just www.huntingtonquarterly.com. What are the some and, of the uh, what besides Gators articles, which I'm certain you're, you're I mean, this, you're going to have a rush now, um, you know, for everybody <laughs> wanting to, you know, actually, if you. I think that you probably could sell more magazines if you threatened to expose people who were actually in some of those bars. Um, it's like <laughs> we have unearthed photos. I mean, and back in my day, if you said we found the photo album from 1896, then it would be over. Everybody that's, you know, over between 40 and 50 years old would be like, Oh my gosh, I've either got to buy a magazine, see if I'm in it or move. So and it's a good thing they didn't have cell phones <laughs> right? back then that could take pictures. Oh, right. God. That's the that's Imagine. the story. So um but uh, what else is coming up in the in the magazine? Well the next issue on top of uh Huntington's favorite bars of yesteryear by Alligator is gonna be um Elise Smith, first lady Elise Smith is gonna be on the cover. Oh, wow. Um I've got a story about a guy I'd never even heard of. People ask me where do you get your ideas? Somebody just Stopped me on the street one day and said, have you ever heard of a country singer named Hawkshaw Hawkins? I've yeah, never heard of yeah. him. Yeah, that's yeah, who, where was, they got the, uh, they pay tribute of Boots to it, to a new, uh, new bar downtown, Boots, Spirits, and Pete. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, was from Huntington and he had some fame, and then he died on a plane crash with Patsy Cline. Really? Oh, that's um, yeah. Yeah, he was, you know, catching a ride back home with her, and um, that plane went down. But we've got um, we got a story on this this guy out in uh, Barbersville named Jason Beater who owns Oscars. Yeah, he's Jay- got oh, a yeah. shop. Jason. Jason's a good guy. Yeah, and we're calling it the. Uh, I was pretty proud of this headline. We're calling it the uh, 
bearded baron of Barbersville. Because <laughs> if you know Jason, he's got this long gray beard, you know, like Santa Claus. Yeah. And, uh, but he's got three businesses right now, and he's getting ready to uh, start making his own beer. So he's a pretty impressive wow. entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, he's actually a partner in that uh, Giovanni's in Huntington downtown as well. And, and there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, and we're actually, uh, Gators having a talk Huntington live show on Wednesday, the 18th at Giovanni's there in Huntington. So it'll be like two hours of, uh, of live stream and broadcast and all that fun stuff from, from, from there. So Bearded 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 say that for Barbersville's beer. And then throw beer. <laughs> See, that's what he ought to name his beer. Beer remain from Barbersville's beer. Yeah, I like it. it. There you go. Jack will yeah, need, Jack will need a slight royalty, is, right? So we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> the only other big story we've got is uh, we're doing the 20 biggest news stories of all time in the history of Huntington. So you can guess what a lot of those are, but uh, there's a few in there that might cause some controversy. Yeah. Well, Number one, it's got to be the plane crash. Oh, it's in there. We kind of go in chronological order, so. Oh, okay. That's good. That way, we didn't rank them or anything. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I can think of what some some might be. That's that sounds like a great great issue. What's that hitting the stands? I'm saying about four weeks. Okay. Cool. Looking forward to it. But till till then, of course, the the summer issue is available. He had some good articles there. One in Dining Out. Uh, he had a, a few good uh, Central City Cafe, I believe, was one of them. Uh, one of the articles you had in there. Uh, yeah, we had uh, Jim's 85th anniversary. Uh, yes. So, yeah, that was a good one. I mean, is it? Or is there any place in Huntington truly that is more Huntington than Jim's? Is or is that just? I mean, isn't that like Huntington's? You know, Mecca. Everybody knows it. Yep. In my opinion, that's the, the place. So, well, yeah. I think the fact that John F. Kennedy was there and, you know, a few presidents were there kind of makes it, kind of adds to the uh, kind of mystique of it. I can, I can yeah, still really remember helped. being a kid, uh, you know, and you would go in there and, uh, you know, Jim was standing right at the door as soon as you opened the door <laughs> right there, seating everybody and, um, you know, and I remember, I mean, when I was, I mean, I'm 48 now. So when I was, uh, you know, eight, nine years old being in there and it was, it was always packed. I mean, just constantly, you know, waiting to, to, uh, to grab a seat and, you know, not many businesses have that longevity, uh, and, su- oh, and success. Multi- I mean, it's multi-generational now, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of great restaurants over the years that that didn't make it, like Wiggins and Dwight's, and you know, for Jim's to to make it really uh, still be around really sets something. Yeah, I go back to my earlier suggestion of you know telling stories from those bars. If you could tell stories from Dwight's, also would be, <laughs> also would sell copies. I, I believe. I don't you think know. you could publish those stories. I think that'd be worse than what some of the bars had. I've seen some crazy things going on in Dwight's. I used to go to Dwight's at two in the morning after the bars and have breakfast. Right? Didn't everybody? I mean, why would you? 
I remember my dad uh, had a business in Huntington and and he had a bunch of guys that he met with for breakfast every morning, a bunch of the business people. Some of them are still around. I won't name drop, but they uh, they all met for breakfast at 8th Street. The Dwight's there where the bank is now across yeah. high school. And I remember, uh, you know, I, I remember him saying, you know, I'm going to Dwight's for breakfast. And my first thought being, they're open at, at daylight. So, but, but yeah, yeah, sure thing. Oh, the I think the first street. The first street location was the only one open, like yeah, past midnight. Yeah, I, I it yeah. didn't even it didn't even register to me that there was you know that there was a different one. So, uh, <laughs> you know, oh man, good times. Well, well, Jack, you're a very respected and very distinguished uh, part of our Huntington community, and uh, as we were talking, as we came on, you uh, gave a speech at Marshall this week. That'd be a real honor. Oh, that was, yeah, that was an honor. I like to give back when I can, talking to the next generation, so to speak. And I was trying to encourage them, you know, to, if you ever want to start your own business, you know, do it. Don't be afraid. Um, I did it. I succeeded. Um, in a good time, in my opinion, is right out of college because it Unless you've got some great job waiting on you, what better time to take a chance and see if you can make a make a business go? Uh, yeah. That's how I kind of looked at it. I thought, well, if it doesn't work out, I mean, I'm back to square one. It wasn't like I had a great job I was walking away from. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that was fun. It's it's still an amazing run to think back that you started this in 1989 and it's still thriving and, and growing today. Uh, I mean, you, you look at kind of a lot of places are having a hard time with publishing and everything right now, but uh, Huntington Quarterly just seems to be growing. Yeah, we've been fortunate. Uh, magazines aren't aren't hurting as bad as newspapers. Um, people still like receiving yeah. paper magazines. Uh, whereas most people prefer to read their newspaper on online. So in that instance, we're, we're fortunate. And then, you know, I expanded uh, over the years. Uh, in addition to the Huntington Quarterly, I, I started doing some publishing work for other people like Marshall University, St. Mary's Hospital, Cattle, um, the West Virginia State Bar, and the West Virginia Chamber of Commerce. Those are just some of the people that pay us to do a magazine for them. So that's helped kind of keep us going and growing. You speak back to when we were uh, when we were kids. Uh, and I, re- I remember going to gyms with my uh, mom and some friends of hers when we first moved here in 76. And as they were sitting up there and talking and everything, I'd find my way down the street to 4th Avenue and Dick Snooze. And I was just like in heaven walk in there would be all of these magazines and and all of these newspapers and and god whenever that place went out of business I just took a piece of my heart with it that was a sad day i love going to nick's news yeah that was just amazing all the different things they had in there even you know even longer a little down the road um when I started trying to decide where I wanted to live and jobs and everything, I'd go in there and get Sunday newspapers. I'd get one from New York or one from Columbus, one from Cincinnati. It's just, uh, 
I mean, even though you can find all that accessible on the internet a lot easier, it just takes all the fun out of them. It's, it's just not fun like it used to. You know, run in and look at sports magazines or music magazines or comic books or whatever. It's just something that was a big period of my life. See, I think you just gave me an, an article idea. I should do something on Nick's News and what a great part of downtown yes. Huntington that was for years. People really love the nostalgic articles. I think that's something everybody wants to know what's going on now, and everybody wants to look into the future. But uh, I think the 70s and 80s were just so great that people want to relive that period. Uh, I think there was so much going on in Huntington back at the time. Yeah, I agree. That these articles that we've done on bars are extremely popular. And anytime we've done anything on food that isn't around anymore, our readers oh, yeah. go nuts. Whether I'm talking Frank's. about yeah, right. Frank's sandwich shop or uh, yeah. Chili Willies or you know any of those yeah. types of places, people just really get into that. You had two articles there. I remember those. I've, I've been reading your magazine back through the years. A lot of a lot of uh, Marshall football articles. A lot of uh, you know, I've uh, never subscribed, but I've always been a regular reader over the years. It's just a uh, a great, great magazine. Always something interesting and going on in Huntington. And you always seem to have a finger on it. So, Jack, um, you were talking about you know you you spoke to these students about starting their own business. Clearly, you know you've had a a, a great run of success uh, with the magazine. You know, starting from you know the idea, uh, you know, into into a career. I mean, it, it's, you didn't just create a job for yourself. Like you said, you created a career. Uh, do you have, what, what's your advice for, you know, not just students, but people that are in business, people are in business in Huntington, you know, all the rest of those things. So, you know, what, what are some key things that you've learned over the years, owning your own business and, and being that entrepreneur, uh, in, in, you know, in well, the Huntington you know, area? You hear this a lot, but you should you should go into a line of work that you have some passion for. I mean, I think that really helps. Um, Marshall Reynolds, a great businessman in town, used to always say, "Work is only work if you'd rather be doing something else." So, you know, if, if you can find a, a career where you're doing what you love, you're, you're going to be good at it, most likely. I also learned to invest in quality. I caught it. I could have made a lot more money in the early years, probably putting out a flimsier magazine, so to speak. But I kind of knew even at a young age that if, if you invest in quality, it's going to pay dividends in the long run. And that's why we had other people come to us about doing magazines for them. Uh, so that was extremely important. Um, and I could go on and on, you know, things like the customer's always right, um, even when they're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> perception you got to yeah. swallow your pride a lot in business too i mean it's tough I, a couple times i really wanted to tell somebody off and i just i you know i couldn't <laughs> well you I, could it just probably that. would have impacted the <laughs> sales and success later. well yeah but. yeah it would have one of the things you talked about was the quality of your magazine and i i, I can uh 
definitely testify to that. We, we talked about the newspapers and, and how the newspaper has gone from this big publication over the years. It's gotten narrow. It's gotten shorter. It's just gotten, it only comes out a few days a week now, but the, the magazine is its quality. And that's the thing that stands out to me whenever I pick up Huntington Quarterly. It's, it's classy. It's, it's, it's a very nice magazine. Well, thank you. We, we try. We really do. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this afternoon. Jack, one more time, give us the uh, the website and how people can subscribe to Huntington Quarterly. Just go online to www.huntingtonquarterly.com, and pretty easy. Hey, if you want to uh, check out number two, of, of my articles on Huntington bars or yesteryear. It's still available beyond the stands for about another month. Uh, find it down at uh, Inner Geek. Uh, and in, in another month, we'll be looking at part three, which I'm excited to see hit stands. And, and Jack, thank you for making the, making my dream come true. Uh, I've always wanted to, to uh, write a magazine article, I've written a book of, of uh, uh, written over a hundred songs and recorded some albums, and it's it's great to finally uh, be able to say, "Hey, I'm also a magazine writer." <laughs> you you know what I've been hearing a lot of lately is What's David that? Alligator Jackson for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had somebody write that for me yesterday. Ah, uh, Mike told me how much it costs to become mayor, and I like. <laughs> <laughs> it take a lot of magazine articles in order to afford that campaign. Well, I have a young employee, and she she stays on top of what's new uh, with the younger generation. She says, "I've been hearing some buzz about Alligator Jackson for mayor," and I said, "Really?" <laughs> We're trying. Oh, we. I, I don't know that you can let, you know, really put the gator in the swamp. I think you just have to you know, let, him, <laughs> let him hang out there on the shore a little bit. So it might be too, it might it's be, it might be too much. So it's easier to criticize everything than what it is to actually get in there and fix it. <laughs> yeah. so, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate your time and, uh, gator. Thank you, Jack. all right. Thanks a lot, Jack. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me guys. Right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, okay.